Welcome back to Affiliated by ClickBank. We are joined here by the beautiful Alex Miller in beautiful Costa Rica, the ClickBank Platinum Summit. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. No, this is great. I think I was trying to look back at our Skype thread. I was just scrolling through, but it, it couldn't go long enough. I was trying to figure out the, when we actually first got introduced. So I think Emily introduced us on Skype, like 20, late, either late 2019 or early 2020, I think it was. Yeah. 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 So, yeah probably early 2020. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. And yeah. then COVID happened and we never got to meet until now because typically it would have been, we would have met each other probably six times in person until this point. But for those of you that don't know Alex, Alex went from solopreneur, startup, $0 made online to multi-diamond level seller on ClickBank in what felt like three months. It was <laughs> insanely fast. Your growth was like, oh my gosh, this is insane. Um, so the amount of, what I, from what I've seen you grown, it's been impressive at how you've handled it. What I'm really excited to dive into today is just how you've been able to grow that fast and kind of dive into the support you've had, how you've had to pivot, the teams you've had to build, what you've had to learn as an entrepreneur, and really chew on that. Because I think what people see a lot is the sexy sales numbers, right? The zero to millions of dollars. And in reality, that's really cool, but that can't happen without the back-end structure or organization. And I'd yeah. love for you to just give a quick recap of kind of what, what brought you into the online marketing space and what were you doing before that? Absolutely. Uh, so flashback three years ago, I had been teaching fitness in Vancouver, Canada, where I'm from, for about eight years. Um, okay. And I was tired. It was 2019. I was ready for the next step. I wasn't learning anymore. Um, and so what do you do as a, as a fitness instructor? You open a fitness studio. Um, and uh, basically, as I was making my plans to open this studio as a one-man show, I was introduced to Emily Lark um, through mutual friends who has an amazing back pain offer on ClickBank. It's been on for, I think, around five, six years now. Yeah, yeah back to life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Emily actually started mentoring me spring 2019 on how to create the copywriting behind the VSL. Um, I had no idea what I was doing. I was not a marketing expert in, in any way, and um, I just, listen to her one step at a time and um it took about a year to build the marketing and the product um and then COVID happened so thank goodness i didn't open my studio i instead okay went I was online. Gonna ask, so you didn't actually end up opening the studio did you get no. introduced to emily while you were making the plans to open the studio and then did that pivot things it was just like an idea in my head mm -hmm. um so i was having coffee with a girlfriend who her husband yeah. is connected with emily um and so i was telling my girlfriend about my like just in my brain ideas of opening okay. this studio. Yeah. And she went home to her husband and he was like, no, 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 Alex cannot <laughs> go into the, like into a physical studio when there's opportunity online could, could happen. Gotcha. Um, okay. And so he texted Emily and uh, they have the podcast seven figure entrepreneur. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So that's how she knew Emily was through her husband's podcast. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. So okay. her husband is Gabe. Um, yes. Okay. And yeah. And they had just had Emily on their podcast. So mm -hmm. they basically interview like real online entrepreneurs. And was it just like, a, you were just chatting with her and she's like, oh, you should chat with this woman, Emily. And it just kind of get connected that way. Like, mm -hmm. how did that happen? Yeah. Well, we, so we were having coffee mm -hmm. and I was telling her about my idea. And then she went home to her husband oh, and see. was okay. like, Alex has this, I, this plan. And he was like, let's take Alex for lunch. Like, this cannot happen. <laughs> like, she cannot open a studio. 
Um, and I, he texted Emily, and I think the stars aligned where she had this copywriting course that yeah, she was creating. Yeah, she's been working on this idea to help people like herself. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Anyway. The stars just aligned, and um, yeah, I literally just like lit, like I just followed what Emily said. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea what I was doing or getting into. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then May 2020 rolled around. Um, and of course, COVID and everyone's working from home and it's an exercise program that I started with for pelvic floor and uh, it took off immediately, which is, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. I started tapping into it. Gosh, so you went from late 2019 to having an idea of maybe doing a studio and then you launched the core, uh, the product pelvic core strong in May, 2020. Correct. Wow. Okay. And that, cause that's when I think Emily introduced us. I want to say it was like April, maybe the month of maybe March or April. Yep. And you had the copy ready. We went through the kind of the compliance process with ClickBank, make sure the copy was good. Right. And you went and produced it. And then, yep. And then we kind of got it all set up and rolling. Wow. How, please feel free to share as little or as much as you'd like here. But how, how, like, when you're working with a mentor like Emily, people often ask, like, how do you even find a mentor? I think this is a great example of a lot of times it's just happenstance, right? It's like someone you know knows somebody, it's a neighbor that happens to be doing something. It's just this like natural organic relationship. Mm-hmm. But like what kind of structure do you have with Emily? Is she still involved with the business? Is it something that you still work on together? Is, was it like the first six months? Like what does that look like? Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, so now we have two offers. There's, they're both info offers, both pelvic floor based. Um, and both of them um, still today, we um, work together every week and it's a co-reg okay um, yeah. so that's how the business makes its money is through the back end of the business um through the email and every email copy i get she gets one as well so you're co-regging the email list for maybe someone who doesn't understand what that is so you're getting the customer is buying and then she's getting is it one-to-one so she's getting just complete co-reg of the full list or Correct. split okay Correct. yeah okay so split there um and there's no other, so that's the arrangement and mm-hmm. she can how do you so curious on that we don't have to dive too much in the weeds there um how do you handle the marketing to that list when you're co-regging do you get them for like the first 30 days or something and then she can mail or is it just kind of split from the get-go it's just split from the get-go oh cool okay yeah Yeah. does that does that cause any customer confusion or i believe you actually have emily as a bundle in your product right isn't back to life a bundle in there exactly so it's not her actual back to life program Mm -hmm. it's um it's like a, a secondary branded back to life. Uh, like I think it's like a three-step stretch program. Gotcha. Um, and so when uh, the customer buys Pelvic Floor Strong or the new one, Female Vitality, um, they automatically get a copy of her program as well. Um, and so the program comes from her email list, like the bonus, and yes. then the main product oh, comes brilliant. from okay. my email so- list. Because in my head, I was like, wow, so now all of a sudden they're getting emailed by Emily with no context, but really they should be getting emailed by Emily because she's serving that part of the product that you've bundled and partnered exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's so smart. Okay. Yeah. And then she obviously has all the benefit of helping grow your company that way because she's incentivized to help you because she's getting the customer list too. Exactly. That's really cool. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. I didn't realize that's how you're doing it. Oh, but, really? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's a big nugget right there for people, right? I, I love to see the different way people structure partnerships and kind of deals that way because it's very mutually aligned in that sense. And the customer is now getting benefit from both sides and getting, and you've just also value stacked more onto your offer by having her in there too. Mm-hmm. I imagine if she, I imagine she's a good affiliate for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So Our audiences love each other. Yeah. And yeah. then they see her on your products that 
probably helps conversions <laughs> and vice versa. Exactly. Yeah. 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 She that. gives me a little bit of a testimonial that she mm -hmm. loves my product. Um, and then, yeah. So, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It's a great fit. It's a good so, partnership. How was how the shift going from, because you took off fast, like probably I can think of a few other offers and people similar to you that took off maybe as fast, but you might be one of the, like from someone who didn't know the space to launching to the scale you did. Actually, I think you're probably the fastest scaling person in, in really? that regard. Yeah, because most people that I work with or that I've heard stories from, they grinded for years to figure out the marketing and to learn mm -hmm, the copy mm -hmm. and, they had, and they tried multiple offers and something worked. Maybe on the affiliate side, someone took a course and then gets scale happening, kind of gets lucky on a campaign and it scales really quickly. Yeah. That can happen on the affiliate side more. But on the offer owner side, it's usually quite a bit of baptism by fire and kind of struggling through the pain points of just all the things you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So on the mentorship piece with Emily, um, when you started selling, what were some of the biggest, whoa, this is good or bad, like things I didn't expect once the sales started coming in? Mm -hmm. um, great question. Uh, so as someone who, as you mentioned, is brand new to the industry, yeah. what shocked me the most in the first week after launching um, was customer service. Oh, so yeah. like I'm like I had a salary job and so I'm like trying to work on the out hours outside of my regular job. Um, and I'm like answering all these customer service tickets um, of all these like sweet ladies. Um, and I yeah. So as soon as I got a customer service team in place, that was it, it, it was a game changer. That <laughs> When that it, was the biggest. I'm, the I want to dig into that a little bit because that's something I hear and I see a lot when I'm working with any kind of new offer owner that's coming in is like customer service is usually the first thing that their hair lights on fire with. They're just like, ah, like I can't, I can't keep up with this. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. Um, and that's usually, that's act, it actually turned into a qualifying step for me. I'm asking like, what's happening with your customer service, right? Like, oh, I don't have anything. It's like, well, Ugh. here's some people you should, and they might think like, well, I haven't made any sales yet or I've got low volume I can yeah. handle. It's like, what happens if someone sends you a thousand sales in a week? like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you probably have some ways to associate with that. But I wanted to ask real quick, like, so you were working a full-time salary job when you're launching this course. Yep. How long was that overlap happening where you were working in a W, you know, getting your income and a paycheck versus when you went full-time into this project? Uh, so I had actually recently gotten that job. Um, okay. and so I think I was probably with that company because I was a fitness instructor and yep. then I was hired as like a, a gym manager to open okay. a new gym uh, and it was COVID. And so we're like working in this brand new gym, but like just on our computers. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, I was probably after the business launched, I think I probably quit two weeks later. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was pretty quick. Yeah. I knew I was gambling because I know offers can take off and then they can die right away. So yeah. But I figured, what did I have to lose? Like, Go. Oh, and that's, that's, they can die right away, right? But I think what happens is someone gets a big affiliate and converts well for that affiliate, mm -hmm. doesn't convert as well for the next. Yeah. But I would think that the fact that you went all in when you saw the good writing on the wall probably mm -hmm. helped it actually succeed versus yeah. trying to split time between the two. Would you yeah. agree with that? Or is that something you're like, oh, maybe I could have actually held on for longer and, but. Nope, 100% agree. Yeah. yeah. Like I have friends that kind of are starting to understand the space a little bit because I'm always blabbing about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And they work full-time jobs or they're, uh, yeah, and they're not committed to, yeah, they're not, It's a, you have to be all in. Yeah. Like if you're not all in, yeah, it's just either going to happen way slower or it's not going to happen at all. Yeah. How Have you always been 
tolerant to risk, I'd say, because it is a risky thing to kind of quit the typical nine to five job, salary job, benefits yeah. and all that, and yeah. then going full in on something that you have to build. Is, is that, have you had a history of like, oh yeah, let's go cliff jumping and like <laughs> skydiving, or like, do you feel like you're more risk tolerant or you're more risk adverse? I'm risk tolerant okay. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in, on, in an entrepreneurial family. Oh, cool. So what? I think I've always watched my family do it. Yeah. My parents. So. What kind of businesses uh, did they have? Uh, my dad, well, my mom and dad, um, he's a computer programmer. Okay. So he has his own point of sale system. Oh, cool. Okay. So yeah. it's kind of, is that, okay. No, I see. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. computer. Well, yeah. yeah he's computer. Like a Clover style. Computer kind of style. Of yeah. yeah. That's very cool. Okay. Yeah. Now, I, I, my dad's been an entrepreneur for like 30 years and like oh. seeing his hustle around that and like a construction side and like, it's cool to always see like completely different business types, right? But what is stays the same often is right. Good product, good people. <laughs> they actually they have enough of the back end operations piece to keep things running. But mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. so you had that backdrop there. How yeah. did your friends and other social circles handle that move for you? Like when you and uh, were you engaged at the time, or did you get engaged later? Uh, we got engaged later. Yeah, a few months later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, how yeah. how were those relationships like with your boyfriend at the time mm -hmm. and your friends and like your social circle mm -hmm. when you left your job to go do this and then started having some rapid success? Was there was it mostly positive? Was it like some naysayers? Like how did that go? Uh, well, I think the funny thing is it's such a complicated industry to understand. Yes. Like yeah. when you're just like going for coffee with a random person, it's you can't just explain what you do in a sentence. Yeah. Um, so I, my fiance was extremely supportive. He, I think he understood the most. Um, but my parents thought I was absolutely nuts. Oh, um, really? They're like, yeah. you're giving away 100 percent commission of your product. <laughs> like, Alex, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> so I think everyone was supportive, but I think there were some question marks surrounded. So they were yeah. they were more surprised by the economics of the model versus you yeah. being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Right? Okay. I think they just thought that I was getting used because I was giving mm. away my product. <laughs> gotcha. They thought this is my Lark woman is taking advantage of you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Me and <laughs> Emily. You know, yeah, if you know Emily, that's the furthest thing from the truth. Yeah, right? the <laughs> furthest. <laughs> that's that's too funny. Yeah. Gosh. Well sorry, I love those kind of questions. I'm always curious at how that shift happens for people just on a personal level sometimes, because it can be a big change and a lot sometimes the positive shows cracks in places that you wouldn't expect for people right and it's like mm -hmm. things can pop up and especially what sounds like you're working a lot in that two-week period where you still had the job and yeah. doing <laughs> yeah i think it was like yeah. 110 or 120 hours my first week um i literally was like just working around the clock like i was like i need my boyfriend at the time I was like can you just feed me like literally just oh like put food in front of me because I, I don't have time to even and stop. Was, was that including the time you're doing at the gym uh sorry that was including the time at the gym oh wow so yeah. you're doing 120 hour weeks just trying to keep everything moving yeah yeah and then so then the first people you brought in were customer service to help that Yes, that okay. was after week one. So week two was like way more chill. Did Most you, of the time was spent <laughs> answering emails. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did you hire internal customer service? Did you do an external third party kind of service system? Like, how did you handle that? I started with an agency. Okay. Um, just because I needed I needed yeah. a team in place immediately. Is it someone you can share, or is it? Um, I would prefer not to. Yeah, actually. that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd prefer <laughs> no. not to. Yeah. yeah. So you started with an agency because they could probably plug in versus you trying to figure out now how to hire somebody. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes total Correct. sense. Yeah. Today we have an in-house team, uh, which I love. Mm. Um, but yeah, to start out, it was quick and efficient. Yeah. Okay, so you, yeah. customer service first. What were the other things you had to hire for, solve for, 
I guess sorry, when you okay, so you hired for customer service. Yeah. After when that was more off your plate, what were you focused on doing in those first like six months of scale? Uh, so I also at the same time I um, I got a new developer or a developer to start because okay. I built out all the funnel pages myself on ClickFunnels. Yep. Um, and so I knew right away if I wanted to be able to like I needed my pages to be faster. So the first thing we did was basically switch the entire funnel over to CB Split yep. um, and uh, Racco. Uh, just so yeah, the speed is so important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you probably, I imagine you went from like four to five second page load down to like less than a second, I'd guess. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so Which, that was step one. Yeah, that yeah. was probably a good boost in conversions right there with yeah. just doing technical stuff. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy, right? No headline changes and you boost conversions just with tech back, you know, tech stack. Yeah. 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 So, you, sorry, this is going to go back. So you went, you actually, co you built the pages yourself in ClickFunnels? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, they weren't cute, but I no, did, but, yeah. But yeah. gosh, so you, and then you wrote the copy with, yeah. I imagine some redlining with Emily and things like that, some structure there. Exactly, yeah. So you did all of this in five months? Four Her course took a year. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, sorry, sorry, I don't know where that came from. Um, Her course was a three month long course. Okay. Um, so I pretty much had the copy dialed in in three months. Um, and then after that, I went to working on the product and okay. then back to like working on the VSL, like the yep. video editing and all that. But the actual copy script took mm -hmm. three months. And you learned ClickFunnels and they kind of build a page and you did the video editing too? No, I had a video editor. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Is that someone that Emily helped you find and do that or did you have to go find uh, that No, I found him through Upwork. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. so you found a video editor through Upwork, yeah. just made it happen. Mm -hmm. I love this. Sorry, I'm getting nitty gritty because I think people listening to this, they think it's you're doing a lot, right? But it's not impossible. You just gotta have to focus time on it and dedicate to it. How yeah. much, like how many hours a week were you dedicating to building this while you were doing, like before it launched, I mean, how many hours are you dedicating to actually building it versus, I guess, yeah, how many hours are you doing that plus like the hours you were working on your normal job and things like that? I honestly have no yeah. idea. No, it's fine. <laughs> like yeah. a lot yeah. of hours. Um, I'm just gonna ballpark like, 20, 30 hours a week, Yeah, guessing. Was it just kind of like evenings or mornings? Yeah, it was yeah. like just whenever I had a spare yeah. moment, I would just get on my computer and, and work on it. Knock it out. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I love that. And the reason why I ask is because I work with a lot of people who are building new offers and it can take anywhere from a month if they're super just like, this is everything they're doing mm -hmm. to years. <laughs> and they come back, hey, I'm finally ready. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's pick the exactly, stock up kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> and it's just how much time you dedicate to it, right? And I think that's the... Uh, if you want to build something that can scale like you did, you need to really do the work and focus on it. Yeah. But going to, um, so you hired customer service, mm -hmm. you hired a developer. Was mm -hmm. that like contract basis? Or were they full time at that point? Contract. Uh, contract basis. Yeah. Okay. Moved to ClickFunnels to CB Split, which little plug for both of those. If you need integration help, we've, we'll put the links in the description below to our integration pages and things like yeah, that. They're awesome. Yeah. Um, so developer contract work to move over to CB Split and help that kind of scale. Um, what? Tech stack were you using uh, for like your email, CRM, ESP, whatever you're using on that side? What were you managing out of that? So who did I start with? Is GetResponse a company? Yeah. Okay, so I was on GetResponse okay. to start. I thought that was the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now I've moved up to, over to MaroPost. Okay, yeah, your scale, I imagine MaroPost is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been awesome. Yep. Okay, so GetResponse to MaroPost, you moved to ClickFunnels to CB Split. After, where did you go from there? Like, what was the friction point you were finding in your scale after the tech solution and the page load speed was solved? 
Uh, so the next step, so I'm kind of like when I launched the business, like looking back, it wasn't ready. Yeah. Um, that's a kind of a side note, like just kind of like launch it and then like figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah. that's kind of what I did. Um, so there was a lot of like things along the way that were learning curves. Um, but from there was finding partners. Um, so affiliates. Okay. To... Affiliate traffic channels. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. 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 And is that something you took on fully? Yes. So okay. along with the partnership with Emily, she yes. has introduced me, me to a ton of amazing people. Um, yeah. What? So if you were talking to somebody, let's say they have built their funnel, it's offers live, they've had mm -hmm. some sales coming through and now they're trying to be in that spot. They're trying to find affiliates, find partners. Maybe they don't have an Emily to kind of help them break into that. What's something you would tell them to help them either stick with it or speed up their chance of meeting the right partners and affiliates? One thing that I've learned, um, we were speaking about this moment, moment ago before starting, mm -hmm. um, that has influenced the business the most is people and connections. Mm -hmm. um, and so with that, like coming to events, um, getting as much face time as possible, um, it's all about the relationships. It's such a small industry. So yeah. like the more people you know, the more directions you're gonna get. Um, so yeah, just get out there and meet people. Yeah, well, it's like we are just chatting on the pathway there, right? And you're, and Catherine asking, like, oh, do you know affiliates like this? I'm like, oh yeah, you should chat with Matt. And then he happens to walk by. He's like, oh, hey, here's Matt, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you should yeah. Connect. And then, yeah, things happen just organically like that, which is the, that can happen on social media. It can happen on Skype introductions and stuff, but mm -hmm. it's not the same when you get to just meet somebody face to face, have that natural conversation and just yeah. kind of grow from there. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you have a, so, okay. So you focus on the affiliate traffic piece. How long did, was that your main focus? And is, maybe it still is, but it still is. It still is. Is yeah. that something you control fully or do you have an affiliate manager now? Or uh, I still control fully. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So that's what yeah. you own. Yeah. yeah. I still, um, I have an operations manager who okay. we kind of, we kind of tag team it. Um, because there's a lot of affiliates. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we've been kind of doing it together, but I still uh, like streamline or I still lead most of the main relationships. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Something you own. Yeah. When did you bring in the operations manager? She's, she's fairly new. She started, uh, she's amazing. She started, I think it was at the beginning of June. I think okay. it was. Yeah. So she's just part-time right now and starting full-time in September. Oh, June of last year or June of this year. June of this Brand year. New. Oh, so like a few weeks. It's June 14th oh, wait. right was now. Was it yeah. June or was it May? May. May, June. I think it was May. Okay. I think yeah. the beginning of May. That's all good. COVID time for you April, still. May. No, it was April. <laughs> okay. It so was okay. the beginning of April. Gotcha. That's yeah, what it's <laughs> like, so it's June 14th, 2022 right now. So a few months she's been there. Um, <laughs> what What does your team look like now? Like, is it like how many full-time people do you have or do you live or more contractors? Can you just kind of show the structure of your team a little bit? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so this is something I've been focusing on heavily recently okay. is building out the team. It's still really tiny. Um, so it's myself. I kind of lead the marketing and affiliate side of the business. And then I have Darcy, who's my operations oh, manager. Yeah. Um, and so she's not full, she's not full time yet, but she's going to be taking on the entire operation side as my integrator. I'm the visionary. Um, and then we have a part time customer service team of four wonderful ladies in the Philippines um, and a contractor developer. Okay, so was that, so four people, Darcy, yourself, and then part-time dev work? Correct. Okay, so like six to seven people, five to seven people, somewhere in there? Darcy. 
Yeah, <laughs> I can count. Six people. <laughs> yeah. Use Creative fingers. writing major. <laughs> Numbers not my strength. Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, really? yeah, I'm a marketing person. <laughs> okay. um, so six people and you run, do you mind sharing some revenue numbers uh, as much as you're willing to share or maybe just sales volume on number of customers or something? Because I just want people to get an idea of how lean you can run while staying focused, but with the volume you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I can share like in the first 60 days, yeah. uh, we did a million dollars in revenue, wow. <laughs> um, which was crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now we're in the, the eight figure range mm -hmm. um, and we have anywhere like up to like 12,000 front end um, sales a day or sorry. 12,000 initial sales a month. Gotcha. Up okay. to, yep. depending on the season and the month. Yep. No, yeah. No, that makes sense. Okay. And you're running with a team of, which I guess before operations and Darcy, it was five, including, so you and customer mm -hmm. service with some contracted help for dev and yeah. support. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's what I, because you're focusing on, the, I guess the hats you're wearing now sounds like copy. So you still do the mm -hmm. copy and mm -hmm. the marketing piece. Mm hmm sales aka affiliate management correct and yep. then you've offloaded operational pieces which will that include i assume that includes customer service the dev operations side and then random ideas you come up with to try that <laughs> they have to go figure out exactly that, okay. yeah yeah uh, i mean i mentioned she's brand new but the goal is to get to the point where i can basically hand her the copy mm -hmm. um and she will work with the video editors and she'll be the one that basically like implements everything yes. yeah this is very validating because I, I coach a lot of people and like you need to kind of fill those four roles, right? Affiliate management at scale, copywriting, tech, and then customer service, right? And exactly. if you can fill those four roles yeah. and at different levels of a business, different types of businesses, that could be teams. Mm -hmm. It could be one person doing everything, but right, you need those four roles filled well and you can build an eight figure business. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, um, we've got a few more minutes here. Uh, I want to make sure we don't go over time. Um, the... I was curious on some of the financial pieces for you. Like how have you had to change? I guess if we can just nerd out a little bit on really boring legal stuff, how did you set up the entity for your business? How do you pay yourself? We don't have to get super into like personal finances by any means, but just how did you learn to do that? Or did you hire someone to help you do that? Like how is that structured? Uh, yeah, so it, I basically worked with my accountant and mm -hmm. my lawyer um, together the three of us sort of figured out the structure of the business um, up until recently pelvic floor strong was like the one offer and then mm -hmm. we just brought on the second one um, and so it was actually it's very fresh we just changed the structure um, so there's basically like a trust that holds the holding company which is the parent company yep. and then um, there's a third company coming gotcha. supplements um, but it the holding company holds the three operating businesses. Oh, that makes a ton of sense. And I assume you can leverage each other, each business for each other, right? Move money around the right way. Okay. Exactly. That makes a ton of sense. And yeah. then do you pay yourself with like a salary out of that and then take disbursements and things like that? Or is it more? Yeah. Salary. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you quick, this is more like what, what was the right time to make a new offer versus doing more of the existing offer? So you had pelvic force strong and now female vitality protocol, or mm -hmm. is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Um, when, when was like, okay, we need to add something new versus do more of what you were doing. So my answer is not what everyone's going to want to hear That's because fine. it's not like a strategic yeah. plan. Um, yet pelvic floor strong, um, had been tested in like different channels and, um, we found one angle that was working really well. 
and I was newly postpartum. I just had a, I have a 14 month old baby, Um, but I think I must've been like three weeks fresh. And Emily and I were on a call and we basically like happened to figure out this like new idea for the second offer and um and started to roll with it so i'm like taking care of a newborn baby i'm like writing this offer like it was wild but yeah it just kind of like the idea came to us and i couldn't help but move forward with it oh i love that so just spoke to you and you wanted to make it yeah and now that's that offer is doing very well too by all you know by any rule of measure yeah 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 it's actually doing better than pelvic floor strong which is crazy um but it's just new so it's just getting started yeah yeah um okay we got last question for you well, actually not a question i'd love for you to tell the listeners here who's the best type of affiliate for you that you're looking to work with um and what's the best way to reach out to you if they've got good traffic for you uh so basically any media buyer that um works with women or has an audience of women 40 plus okay um please reach out to me i would love that <laughs> <laughs> what's the best way to reach out to you uh probably by email mm-hmm. uh, my email is lint or Alex at linenryangroup.com. Okay, Linen Ryan. We'll get that from you and put it in the show notes. And then Thank obviously, you, if anyone has my contact and Phil wants an introduction to Alex, I can make that happen too. So please, yeah, feel free I to love that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Alex, thank you so much. I'm so glad we had got to meet in person finally in the beautiful location. And the sun's out today, which is gorgeous. And now I think it's time to go get some lunch and some cocktails. So. Yes, it is. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> thank you for having me. Oh, of course. Great. Yeah. Thank you, Alex. And thank you, everybody, for listening and happy scaling. Cheers.